going to dive into the word right now. How many of you desire to be true worshipers of Jesus Christ? If you know Jesus and you've walked with Jesus, I would have to say that you desire to be a true worshiper of Jesus, of what he's done in our lives. I want to pray, and then we're going to dive into the word. Amen? Father, thank you for this time. Speak to us, Holy Spirit, in such a beautiful fashion to bring transformation in and through our lives. I ask that you would now anoint this time, your word, and myself as I try to present your word to your church. Lord, bless it in Jesus' name. And everyone said. I want to read John 4, 23 and 24. It says this, but the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now. Will somebody say now? Now. now. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking. I love this right here. He's looking. He's looking for me and you. He's looking for those. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. What way? In spirit and in truth. For God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and and in truth. True worshipers are those who are passionately pursuing the presence of God. True worshipers are those who are unabandoned in their worship to God, the God of the universe, the lover of our soul, the giver of life. True worshipers encounter, listen to me, a, a true God, and in, in that encounter, he changes us. He, cha he transforms us. He changes our spirit and our soul. God is moved in pure, unadulterated worship unto him. Not just singing some songs, not putting on a show, but I'm talking about true, unadulterated worship from the heart of an individual who knows Jesus Christ. In that presence, in that atmosphere, lives are changed. People experience joy. People experience transformation on the inside. Why? Because God is there. They experience restoration and encouragement and even revelation. I mean, all of a sudden, I'll be in the atmosphere of God in the midst of worship, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit begins to download, and I think of sermons and all kinds of things. Why? Because God is there. In true worship, God is there. Psalms 22 says that God is enthroned in the praises of Israel. When we worship him from a, an abandoned way, from our heart, true worship, God comes into that place and he does amazing things because that's what God does. I want to talk to you this morning about a powerful key in the area of worship. How many of you used the key to start your car this morning? If you did, raise your hand. How many of you thumbed, rode a bus? How many, let's try it again. You started your car with a key this morning. Good, good, good. I know that some cars are brand new. If you carry this little thing, you just push the button. I ride a motorcycle and I just can carry a little deal and just, you know, crank it up. I got to have that thing with me, right? And so I want to talk to you about a key that I think is a key in worship. I'm going to use a phrase that I bet you didn't, know before you knew Jesus or when you were running with the devil, whatever you want to call it, out in the world, um, the key is this, sacrifice of praise. 
sacrifice of praise. How many of you heard of that terminology before? If you've heard that before, would you raise your hand? Sacrifice of praise. That's probably about a quarter of you. So this is, this is a good thing. The Bible teaches about a sacrifice of praise. You may be new to the faith and never heard that. You may have come out of a denomination that they didn't speak or maybe didn't even talk about worship very much. And maybe you've never heard this. This is part of the Bible. And Jesus talks about this. The Word talks about it. If you'll turn with me to Hebrews 13, 15, I want to read the scripture that talks about the sacrifice of praise. I'm going to read it out of two different translations. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips. Will you say that with me, our lips? I'm going to get back to that one. Our lips, giving thanks to him his name. Hebrews 13, 15. Through him, then let us continually offer up sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruits of lips that acknowledge his name. One says, therefore, by him. The other says, through him. I just thought that was beautiful. It's all about him. I, I think it goes along when it talks about, therefore, by him or through him, because it talks about a sacrifice. Why a sacrifice? Is it a sacrifice to praise God? How many of you think it's a sacrifice to praise God? How many of you would say sometimes it's a sacrifice to praise God? Now you know what you're feeling me this morning. I would say sometimes it's a sacrifice to praise God. That's what I want to, I, I think there's something so powerful that's involved with that. The root word in that root sacrifice is thuo, and it means this. That root word sacrifice in the Greek, the root word of it means to kill or to slaughter for a purpose. To kill or to slaughter for a purpose. Sometimes we need to kill or to slaughter on purpose certain things in our life. Like, for example, here we go, pride. Does pride keep you back from worshiping or serving God? If so, you might need to slaughter, sacrifice, kill that in your life. Anything that would hinder your worship, your praise, going deeper. Will you say that with me, deeper? God wants us to go deeper in our worship unto him. If that causes you, then we need to slaughter pride. How about laziness? Just lazy. I'm just going to chill out. I'm going to Starbucks. I'm just going to go watch the football. I ain't going to church. There ain't no need for me to praise him. He don't hear me anyway. I'm just, somebody say lazy. lazy. Maybe you need to slaughter laziness in your life. Maybe you need to slaughter selfishness. Or maybe it's fear. What do you mean fear? Well, I con I'm concerned of about what people will think about me if I really, truly worship Jesus. If I really... What will people think about me? Maybe it's time. My time is precious. I'm not going to spend the time doing that. These things, sometimes we need to sacrifice. Will you say that with me? Sacrifice. Sometimes it's our feelings. Or sometimes it's the lack of feelings. 
People who are true worshipers know that true worship and praise unto God is not goosebumps. True worshipers know that we worship and praise God even when the sun's not out. True worshipers know it's not just about worshiping God and praising him when all is well with my soul and I got a raise on Friday and everything's good at home and college with my wife or with children. True worshipers know that sometimes you got to bring a sacrifice of praise to Jesus. Can somebody say a sacrifice of praise? When God feels as far away as Mars or Pluto and as cold, sometimes we got to bring a sacrifice of praise. At times when your life is completely falling apart and your wife is falling apart, your family's falling apart, sometimes you got to bring a sacrifice. When the bill is due but there's no money, a sacrifice of praise. When all of a sudden you get a bad report from the doctor, a sacrifice of praise. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you feel like. It's not about your feeling. All of a sudden, I'm overwhelmed with guilt and shame and confusion and, and, and that's a time for a sacrifice a praise huh at a line <laughs> I didn't say just a prayer even though you know that's that's good we are praying church I didn't say just a song or reading your scriptures or meditating I'm talking about listen a sacrifice of praise. How many of you really want to go deeper in your worship? Just be honest. If you want to go deeper in your worship, you need to get a hold of this principle that I'm talking about, this key that I'm talking about that's going to move you into the presence of God whenever your counselor doesn't work, your meditation doesn't work, your mama can't help you, your wife can't help you, your pastor can't help you. Sometimes you got to bring a sacrifice of praise that gets you right into the presence of God. Sacrifice. The old saying of sacrifice is not a sacrifice unless it's a sacrifice. We used to sacrifice doves and oxen and sheep and goats. And I think we, they sacrificed goats back in the Old Testament, I think. Goats and why? The blood. Say that with me, the blood. But just at, at the right time, at the right time, Jesus stepped out of heaven. The flawless, perfect lamb of God. And listen, he was the sacrifice. The perfect, the ultimate. You got the ultimate fighters and ultimate. Let me tell you, he's the ultimate sacrifice. The sacrifice of all sacrifices. I don't got to sacrifice a dove or a sheep or a lizard or none of that any longer. I am under the blood of Jesus Christ. You wouldn't, wouldn't sacrifice lizards anyway, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Trying to make a point. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as how many of you removed snow this morning before you came to church? I was up early, waking up my neighbors, snowing, blowing snow, right? That stuff is white. And though the blood of Jesus makes you whiter than snow, 
another song that we used to sing. What can wash away my... We got some old schools. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. I remember y'all remember this right here. Carmen, this blood's for you. How many of y'all remember that? This blood's for you. huh? We even sing today, it's your blood that breaks the chains. It's your blood that breaks the chains. It's your blood. See, now we have the blood of Jesus. I don't need no stinking goat blood. Right? Didn't last anyway. But now this precious blood, I just sock, I just plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my family, over my life, and the blood of Jesus. And, and now, what does Jesus want us to bring him? We don't got to bring him the blood of doves or goats or sheep. What sacrifice does Jesus want you to bring him? A sacrifice of praise. All of a sudden, you're going through something, don't understand it, can't figure it out. You feel lost, feel like your life's coming apart, and all of a sudden, you're able to scrounge up inside you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! All of a sudden, Got a bad report. Praise you, God. You're good all the time. All the time. You are good. A sacrifice, a praise. I will bless your name at all times. Your praise shall continually be in my mouth. A sacrifice. A praise, a shout, a thank you, Jesus. I will bless your name. No more animal sacrifices. He's looking for a sacrifice, a praise out of, listen, your mouth. Will you say that with me? My mouth. My lips. You see, Radine, she blesses me all the time, helps me in lots of different ways. We've pastored for 26 years together, over 26 years the day that we uh, got married, the day we stepped right into the ministry and we've pastored together and she helps in tremendous ways, pastor and all kinds of stuff. One thing that she does wonderfully just at home is fold clothes. Like, wow, I can't stand. I, I really, just hit me. Just hit me, somebody. Fold clothes. She makes them so beautiful. Mine's so jacked up. The other day I tried it. I put I, I washed some clothes, put it in my clothes basket, folded them. She texts me, is the clothes in the, fo- clothes, in the clothes basket, is that clean? <laughs> I know what she was saying. It's like, I can't really tell. You know? I said, yeah, honey, I folded them. It was clean. <laughs> she helps me with that, you know? Did you refold them? <laughs> See? See, 
And then we got a beautiful staff. I'll just, hey, man, can you visit somebody at the hospital or, you know, pastor this person, Craig and Topher and Connor and Craig and Amber, Amber, help me, help me, help me, organize me, help me, send out emails, calls, Amber, Amber, all that stuff right there. People can do, I can ask people to do a lot of things and they can ask me to do a lot of things. I'll try to help them. But there's something they can't do for me and that is a sacrifice of praise. You can't administrate a sacrifice of praise. It says, from my lips, from my mouth, from my mouth, from my lips, from our lips, I'll bring a sacrifice of praise. It has to come from you. You can't delegate a sacrifice because it's got to come from your heart and from your lips, there's some things that only can come from you, and it's a sacrifice. So I want to close today. That's deceiving in itself, because it's a long closing. <laughs> but I am closing. It's just with several points. The first point is this. When do we sacrifice when do we really honestly sacrifice praise? When? when? On Sunday after you got a raise on Friday and everything is beautiful and it's 77 degrees outside and just everything's chilly and you just got your new car and just everything. Woo! Come to church. You've got Starbucks. So excited. You're like, praise Jesus! That doesn't seem like a sacrifice to me. Do you? How about a sacrifice of praise in the midst of great pain? I mean, when you can't hardly even talk, you can't even hardly walk, have two thoughts to come together, right? I'm talking about pain. I was writing this sermon in Starbucks this week. Not that I typically do, that I just like to switch it up and change it. And I got my hoodie on and I'm camped out in a little corner. And I'm, Seth says, Dad, what's the name of the sermon this week? And, and I text him. I go, man, it's awkward. I'm in Starbucks and I'm crying. There's nothing. I don't like to cry in Starbucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crying all up and by yourself. People think you're crazy. It's like, what's that brother going through? You know, or at the gym. All of a sudden, I'm listening to worship and God hits me in the gym. I'm bench pressing. And <laughs> Try to mix it in with sweat. I go to the bathroom at Starbucks. It's like I couldn't fake that. My eyes were red. Why? Because I started reading in the Bible about folks who sacrificed this individual in great pain. Anybody ever heard of a guy named Job before? You may have said Job, but his name is actually Job. And I want to read a scripture to you, a few scriptures. Sacrifice of praise in great pain. Job had just lost 10 children. Like that. Ten children. Jail is just a Bible story. Come on, man. Ten children. Get in his shoes for a moment. Lost his property and his wife is crazy. 
seriously. I'm glad I ain't got a crazy wife, man. So you lose 10 kids. You lose your property. And the one that you think you can lean on is crazy. This brother's in great, great pain, disarray, depressed. I started thinking about this guy in Starbucks. I was like, oh, God, I want to qualify this. I don't know how he did this. I don't even know how he did this. I don't got this down right here, Jesus, and never want to get it down. And look what Job does. Job 1.20. Then Job arose, tore his robe, shaved his head. I like that one. It's Bible. And he fell to the ground and he worshiped. He said, naked I came from my mother's womb. Naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord take it away. Blessed. Blessed. I don't see him saying, oh, blessed. I just don't see it. Oh, blessed. I see him saying, blessed. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. Can somebody say a sacrifice of praise? You lost someone so near and dear, the property that you was either inherited or you, it was a, he was a very, very wealthy man, probably the richest man in that area, and all hell breaks loose. Now that's a sacrifice in great pain. How about a sacrifice when you're totally discouraged? Totally discouraged. There ain't no courage. You are discouraged. David done lost his mind. The Bible says he should have been out fighting. It was a time for the kings to be out fighting. And David was not fighting. He was peeking up on the top, checking out a chick. This chick is taking a bath. Her name is Bathsheba. Bathing, bathing Bathsheba. He asked about her. I'm going to do a little quick Reader's Digest. She's married. He don't care. Bring her up. They hook up. She's pregnant. Got to do something. Cover up. Listen, you don't need to watch no soaps, people. Just read the Bible. <laughs> just read. No, seriously. All that fake stuff on TV. Just read the Bible if you want to see real life and a real God and fallen people and how God really deals with people. I'll read the Bible. And all of a sudden, man, he's got to deal with Uriah, one of his soldiers, laying his life down for the kingdom, tries to get Uriah all drunk, get him to sleep with his wife so he can cover it all up. Doesn't work. He got to put Uriah on the front line. Uriah goes out, gets killed. Now David tries a cover-up. Nathan calls him on the carpet. Busted! And now Nathan says, you're going to lose the child in, your mother's, in, the, in the mother's womb. 
I want to read this, 2 Samuel 12, 15 and 16. And Nathan departed to his house. Look. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife. Look, look even right there. Just l- l- listen to that right there. Your wa- Uriah's wife. Not, not David's. Uriah's wife bore to David and he became, and it became ill. Look what David did. David therefore pleaded with God for the child. And David fasted and went laid all night on the ground. And then seven days later, the child died. Look at verse 19. When David saw that the servants were whispering, I can only imagine what David's, I mean, everybody's whispering around. You can like, hey, man, David, he done lost his mind. and you know, He doing this right here and the baby's sick. What is he going to do when the baby's, when he finds out the baby's dead? I mean, what's going to happen, you know, with our king? And, and whispering's going on. And David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David said to the servant, is the child dead? And they said, he's dead. Look, 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 look. And David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself, changed his clothes, went into the house of the Lord, and worshiped. Can somebody say a sacrifice of praise? Then he went to his own house and he requested, and they set food before him, and he ate. On the day, that it was Jesus' turn to read when he was walking on earth. When it was his day to read in the temple, he wrote, he read Isaiah 61. And in Isaiah 61, it says this, verse 3. To, those, to console those who mourn in Zion. To give them, it's a beautiful exchange. To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Look, look. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Jail, do you always feel like praising Jesus when you come in three services over the weekend and any other services that I may attend? No. I'm human just like you. But you know what I do? I just put my garment of praise on. It's my jacket of praise Jesus, it ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with what I feel like today. It doesn't matter if I get the goosebumps. I like the goosebumps, but it doesn't matter if I got goosebumps. It doesn't matter what I've been through, what I might be faced with. You're God, you're God all by yourself, and you're worthy of my worship and my praise. And I know you're going to meet me here when I lift you up, when I lift up the name of the Most High God. You are enthroned on the praises of your people. You're going to come and you're going to move. You're going to save and you're going to heal. You're going to change lives. I'm going to praise you. Even when nobody was there to praise God, God praised himself. He said, look, I've created this, and it is good. It's good for you to praise him. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. That he may be glorified. How about the sacrifice of praise in the midst of a fiery trial? Going through something. Somebody's accusing you or they're coming against your faith. 
Will you praise him? Acts 16, 23 through 25. And when they had laid many stripes, those stripes is not like a pinstripe suit. Those stripes is beatings on your back. When they, look, had laid many stripes on them, who? Paul and Silas. They threw them into prison. You've been in jail before? Don't raise your hand. You're going to skill, still, still, you'll scare our visitors today. They threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them not just in jail, but the inner prison. Let's go. Uh, jail's bad enough. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. We're going to take you past the jail, put you in the prison, and put your feet in lock. Whatever, what are they called? Stocks. How many of you had your feet in stocks before? Praise God. One person. Maybe. <laughs> look, look. But at midnight, now remember, they probably got the snot beat out of them. Strike, hurting, bleeding. Inside the inner prison with stocks on their feet. And look what they do. This is insane. I'd be like, Jesus, what have you done to me? I, I mean, I'm just, they'd be like, hey, get the wine and the cheese for this guy right here. You know, he's whining. But at midnight, Paul and Silas, look, were praying and look, singing. Can somebody say a sacrifice of praise? Is that it? You tell me that ain't a sacrifice? They were praying and singing hymns to God. Look, look, look. People are watching you. People are watching you. You call yourself a Christian? Call yourself a, what do you like under stressful times, under trials, when everything is not peachy? People are watching you. Look, and the prisoners were listening to them. Sacrifice of praise. And all of a sudden, when they prayed and they brought a sacrifice of praise, it did something in the invisible world, in the atmosphere. The foundation of that prison was shaken. The, 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 it was like having an electric kind of a button on these doors. The, the doors just are click, 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 click. All the doors were open and everybody was loose. Can you imagine? I don't know who was in that jail, but they loose now. That crazy, crazy, that crazy Larry over there, he loose right now. Why? Because two were praying and singing. The guys, hey, the security guard, he about to commit suicide. Paul and Silas like, hey, 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 y'all, we here, man. Nobody's left. He gets born again. His family gets water baptized. All why? A sacrifice of praise. You tried everything out there to fix you. How about the sacrifice of praise? How about worshiping Jesus and him coming into your place, into your prison, into your stocks, into your inner cell, right there? Sacrifice of praise.
Let me close with this one for real. It's been a closing, a sacrifice of praise when all hell breaks loose in your life. The enemy's about to take your marriage. Everything's falling apart. Business. This was about to happen with a king named King Jehoshaphat. He got word that all these countries were coming against him to, to wipe them, kind of like a genocide. We've taken you off the map. The prophet comes. This is what he begins to say. Second Chronicles 20, 15, it says, and he said, listen, all you Judah inhabitants of Jerusalem, like I was saying, hey, listen, heart of the city church, listen, 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 listen. And you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid. Come on, come on. You don't want to give place to the enemy with fear. Nor dismayed because of this great multitude. Look at all of them. It doesn't matter. If God be for you, come on, somebody. You plus God is a majority. <laughs> it's not by few or many, but it's by the spirit of the living God. Come on, don't be afraid. For the battle's not yours. That's, this is for somebody this morning. The battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. Anytime you try to fight it, ooh, you're going to get wiped out. Just come on. Second Chronicles 20, 19, look at this. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites of the children of Korahites stood to praise the Lord of Israel. Look, with uh, jail is kind of loud at heart of the city church. It's only Bible. Look, right there. Voices loud and high. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went, Jehoshaphat stood and said to them, Hear me, O Judah, you inhabitants of Jerusalem. This is for somebody. Believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Some of you in here, you need to believe on Jesus today. You're about as established as water without Jesus. Let Jesus in your heart. I met Jesus 30 years ago Wednesday. I'm not perfect now, but I'm not jacked up like I was. Come on. He comes into your life and really establishes you. Believe in the Lord and be established. It goes on to say, believe his prophets and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed, look, look what he does. He does something totally, completely insane. He appointed those who would sing to the Lord. Wait a minute. All these people are coming. They got battle axes and swords and shields. And, and you, what? Jehoshaphat, have you lost your mind? You're going to send singers out? He appointed those who would sing to the Lord and who would sh should praise the beauty of his holiness. And they went out before the army and they were saying, praise the Lord. <laughs> I know you got a battle axe right there. You want to take my neck off. But praise the Lord. Praise all of them out there, singers. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. I can only imagine what the army thought. They thought these people are insane. We're about to wipe them out. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. 
God wiped out all the armies that came against them. Why? Because they praised God. They praised God. Sacrifice of praise. Sacrifice of praise. When you see someone crying up in here and mascaras running all down their face and they're loud and obnoxious sometimes, you're like, what is wrong with that woman praising God like right there, just mascara running to the blush and getting on her dress and her hair's all freaked out. And Don't judge her. I guarantee you she's got a story. And she might be given the greatest sacrifice of praise that she's ever given in her life. I've seen people in convulsions. I've been there myself, and you don't know. But I bet they got a story. Like Abraham, he had to boot Ishmael. Ishmael was his baby. But Ishmael didn't come across the right way. Hooked up with a servant girl. Now, his wife hooked her up, him up with. Oh, that's a whole nother. See, you don't need to read. You don't need to watch soaps. But he had to leave them in the desert. Can you imagine? Sometimes you got to leave an Ishmael in your life and just walk away. And come on, is it painful? Yeah. But give him a sacrifice of praise. Give him a sacrifice of praise. Let me close with this for the third time. I'm not lying. I've been closing ever since. It's just long closure. Not like closing your house. There's a lot of paperwork in that. Psalms 100, verse 4. The psalmists, they don't know who wrote this. I think it was David. It just sounds like David's writing, but I don't know. But it says that he had, this psalmist had a secret. Because back in this day, they would still be sacrificing animals, doves. Almost said turtles, but that's not true. Sheep, goats. But look, 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 look what the psalmist writes. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. See, why is that so important? Because this psalmist got a hold of, if you want to get in the presence of God, you do it with praise and thanksgiving, not just with the blood of a dove. See, you're traveling down Highway 53, you need Jesus in your car, just begin to praise him. You're on Highway 41, and you need Jesus in your life, begin to praise him. You're up on Highway 95, or I-90, I don't care where you are, if you need Jesus in your family, or your marriage, or in your situation, or your business, come on, you begin to praise him and thank him. You're going to go right through the courts, right into his holy right there. He's going to be there, because he's enthroned in the praises of of his people, a sacrifice of praise. Amen.